0: Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at The Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, peeps, we are discussing Simplify Your Life by That E-Bike. Okay, peeps. As some of you may know from listening to this podcast, I have mentioned at least once that I loathe driving. I mean, it's not something that I dislike intensely, I loathe it. Now I am this year working toward disliking driving less, shall we say. But I know that's kind of weird, but I've met other millennials who are just like me. They hate driving. And I don't know what happened with the millennial generation that we happen to have more people in our age group that don't like driving than other age groups I have met but I think it kind of might have to do with the fact that my generation is kind of more if we don't like something we will sometimes not do it and I don't mean that bad I think it's a very healthy thing I think it's kind of in part because we were children of the 90s and late 80s and early 2000s And we saw what happened when people did what they didn't want to do with our parents, our grandparents, with work, with home life, with all that. And we decided at a very young age, some of us, that if we intensely dislike something for a valid reason, we just didn't do it. Well, for me, that involves driving. Now I did take driving lessons when I was in high school. Hated every minute of it. Also I lost three kids that were my age in one summer to driving accidents in my very small county in the Midwest. So that kind of made it so that I really didn't want to drive even more. As well as one kid who was also around my age who was paralyzed that summer. So it's like you know That kind of left an impression on me, along with some other stuff. It's just like, I don't like driving. Now, I have no problem riding public transport. I have no problem taking a plane, a train, an automobile driven by someone else like a dependable taxi driver somewhere. But, you know, it just hasn't been my thing. Also, I sit there and, I don't know, my analytical brain computes stuff and it's like, if I had a car... I would be paying about $500 a month on a car payment, most likely, plus insurance of about $100 a month. And since I would only use that vehicle once a week to maybe go get groceries, but I might just walk to the store and get my groceries or take the bus to get groceries, I really don't think it's worth the $500 a month. That adds up to about, you know, yeah, a lot over a year. And so I just have forego the whole driving thing. Now, I do know how to drive, but I don't feel the need to. And that was a very long and lengthy diatribe on what the meat of this podcast is about, which is the phenomenal e-bike that Anna just purchased. This year, I was going to buy a moped and I looked into mopeds, I looked into the requirements for mopeds, I looked into what kind of licenses I would need or not need for mopeds. At the end of the day, I sat there and went, mopeds go too fast for Anna, because I like going like literally five miles an hour is kind of my top speed. I really like that for if I'm driving something. (laughs) 10 is like Okay, we can do that. This is why I didn't do well in driving school when I was young. Because they're like, you know, you really do need to try to reach 20 miles an hour. And I'm like, I don't want to reach 20 miles, let alone 60. And that was back when I was in the U.S. But I'm just saying. So, I decided to buy an e-bike this year instead of the Moped. And my reasons for this were dual reasons. Number one, the e-bike is a much smaller expense overall than a moped now some people would sit there and go well if you looked around you could maybe get a moped for what i spent on the e-bike and that is true but my e-bike came with a three-year warranty peeps so if it breaks between now and three years from now, I have full coverage, which is wonderful. It also came with two different locking systems, which is very important to me. You have to have a key to turn on the battery and you have to have a key to turn it on so it will actually run. In addition, I have two U-locks as well as a regular bike lock. The reason being is I live in a lovely town but they do have trouble with bike thieves, and I've actually had my garage cleaned out twice last year, one time of which someone came and took my bike, took it for a drawer ride, and dumped it in a ditch. Needless to say, this left a very big impression on me, so I now have a padlocked garage, and I also have two U-locks, a bike lock, and a bike that has two keys so that it will not turn on unless someone is very ingenious and figures out how to jerry wig it, which of course they could, but that's going to take them a lot of time, so I think they'd move on and pick another easier bike to steal. The other reason I got the e-bike is I can attach a bike trailer to it, ta-da, and with that trailer, I can go and get my groceries, everything I need for about nine months out of the year, which is pretty perfect. And the other three months, I probably won't be going out too much anyway, because it's not nice weather where I live. So anyway, I got the e-bike. I went to eBay to buy my e-bike. It doesn't really matter which country you're purchasing from on eBay. They have many different versions of e-bikes to choose from. I chose... The cost e-bike that is collapsible or folding e-bike because I wanted something that when I wasn't using it, if I needed to conserve space, I could simply fold the unit up. The other reason I chose this bike as well is because it is much smaller and less heavy than other e-bikes that are comparable. This one weighs about 50 pounds, which I can lift myself, whereas some e-bikes are like 60, 70 pound bikes. And I do not want to try to lug that anywhere should my power go out and I have to pull the bike. Now, of course, 50 pounds is a lot to lift, but, you know, and there's kilograms, which I'm still working on learning kilograms. So I'm sorry, peeps, I can't do the conversion really good. So anyway, it's about 50 pounds. The other reason I chose this bike is it only takes four to five hours to charge. That's the typical length it takes for the batteries of these e-bikes to charge. The other reason is this one will go 35 miles or about 70 kilometers on one charge. That's without pedal assist mode. So if I felt like it, I could just get on my e-bike, turn my handle and toodle without my feet on the pedals which is it's kind of nice I do have a regular bike but I never use it because my town is very hilly and when I got asthma That was a real joy to have to stop for the inhaler on every hill. So anyway, that is another reason I purchased this e-bike is I can easily go up any hill I want. I could go clear across my town in less than an hour and a half. And I live in a big town. So I'm just saying it makes it really convenient. And yes, it is a bicycle. It also has a rechargeable feature, which I believe if you do pedal, it will recharge the battery as you're pedaling. So you do not need to charge it as long when you get home. But that is all the the beautiful facets of the new e-bike. And this has simplified my life because number one is... We all know COVID-19 is spiking again throughout the world. It doesn't matter where you live. If you live in Asia, if you live in the U.S., if you live in Europe, it's just spiking everywhere. Despite vaccination, despite masks, despite social distancing, it's still spiking. And this allows me to not have to take public transport if I don't want to for literally nine months out of the year. So that is why I chose mainly to get the e-bike is number one, I have to be very careful on where I choose to go in my city because I do not have a vehicle. I mean, it really does limit my geography and that is a personal choice because number one, I hate driving. Number two, I'm not willing to spend on a car payment and insurance more than one week's paycheck or actually, yeah. Really, I'm just not willing to do that. And then also, I do want to be careful with the planet. I mean, I'm not a uber, uber careful person. I wish I could say I recycled all my plastic, paper, etc. I don't, especially this last year with COVID. It was like, just making sure that the work got done at home, that everything was sorted. That was, yeah. But I do try to be more mindful about things. And if I know that my having a vehicle is going to make it so that my grandkids are going to have trouble living on this third rock from the sun, then I would prefer not to have that vehicle. Now, even when I have more people in my life and in my home, people have said, well, are you going to get a car then? Because you'll need it for all the stuff that you do with other people. And I'm like, you know, I might get another e-bike or two or three to tootle around on. I'm not against a car. I've actually been looking at ones on Alibaba.com because they are electric and I can plug them in in my garage and they have solar panels so I know I'm not hurting the planet or spending money on fossil fuels. I mean kind of a nice thing but right now I'm like I really don't see me buying a car unless it would be an Alibaba car and I have to make sure it has the dot sticker and get the um what you call it, the schematics for it so if it does break down I can repair it myself or take it to somebody with the sheet. And I have to make sure I can get parts, which someone just mentioned. And I was like, oh, I need to make sure that if I do get one from Alibaba, I can order parts from the manufacturer, which I hadn't thought about. So right now I'm like, I have my bike. I have inner peace with that bike. Me and the bike are not one yet. I'm still trying to figure out how to adjust the seat of the bicycle, which you would think would be easy. But literally putting the bike seat on that thing took me a lot of mental energy and two caramel macchiatos this morning and studying my a business class I was taking. And then it hit me that maybe I should adjust it this way. I don't know why this occurs to me when I'm in the middle of something else, but it did. So I went and I messed with it. And I would love to say YouTube helped me, but the YouTube videos on bike seats really were not helpful because mine is a completely different setup than the way. I'm very pleased with the cost bike. I do think it is made probably for someone who's a little shorter than me because I'm almost six foot and tall and it's kind of tight if I was going to pedal. But the honest to goodness truth is I'm probably not pedaling that bike any more than I have to if I can just sit on it, turn it on and whisk away on the breeze. But anyway, that has really simplified my life. And some people would sit there and go, well, why not just get a regular bike? Well, the hills and the asthma, and I do have a regular bike. The other thing is, is this just saves me a lot of mental jobs on things because I will have the bike trailer, can stick it on the bike, and I can just toodle whenever I like and know that I could be anywhere in my city within about probably 30 minutes instead of an hour because my bike goes pretty fast. I'm thinking about five miles. That's pretty fast, Sharon. It's like, oh, I don't go full throttle because I might fray my optic nerve, as they say in return to Cranford. But anyway, simplify your life by the e-bike. Check it at the round table. Bye.